fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. Shit. All right. Take three. No. Just go. Just go with it. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. All right. Right. Well, thanks for that lesson, Caitlin, in the piano. Shh. Let me, now I'm a master. Now you can play with the melody. Ooh. Ah, amazing. All right. Well, welcome to... A Star to Steer Her By. A Star Trek music cast. Yikes. Whoever made this piano app is going to be rolling in their graves. I think they're probably still alive. I've killed them. <laughs> just by thought. Just now. Well, on today's episode of A Star to Steer Her By. You know what? It's, it's a pain in the ass playing this by myself. So I'm going to do something better. Oh yeah, load a demo. Is there play one of the demos? I don't know. He's going to play solitaire. Hold on, everybody. What the hell is this? That's an ad. Oh, I can't skip the ad. Oh, yes, I can. Look at the X. Jesus. We're off to a really good start, y'all. Fuck it. I'm starting to think this is why we don't improv. All right. The music lesson is over. Well, as I was saying, welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. I am Jake, and I am joined today by... Chris. Ames. And Caitlin. And, oh, we don't have a guest star today. Thank you. Good. We're done with We do have stars. Rossi's wow. clock, so we'll be sticking strictly to the clock. Yep. <laughs> Which means we're already behind. Yep, we're fucked. <laughs> uh, okay. It's all, it's all right. Discussion of lessons won't take. Episode what? What is that? 126? Oh, 126. That's a big Whoa. number. That is, that is uh, the first number in the Bakkenstiel set. Yep. I feel like you're sure. making that up. The next number is 127, then followed by 128, 129, and so on. Mm. It's really just counting, only it starts at 126. Interesting. Bakkenstiel oh. was a very weird dude. <laughs> Most mathematicians are. Oh, he wasn't a mathematician. Fair this enough. is a crazy man, Jake. He was just a drunk guy I met once on a train. Ah! And it, which he kept referring to as his house. Yes. <clears throat> he kept saying, get out of my house. And then I realized I was in his house. Yeah, it's a little weird for yeah. you to be in that guy's house. Yeah. Who's crazy, Who, you or him? Yeah, or who's Foolisher, the fool or the fool who fools him. Anyway, Yikes. Uh, that is a quote by Obi-Wan Star Wars from Kenobi World. Oh, I thought I thought Abe Lincoln said that on Abe the Abe Lincoln, no, Abe Lincoln, Jesus Christ, Caitlin. Abe Lincoln famously said, Jesus Christ, Caitlin. Oh, yeah. And then he got shot. Oh, it was a tragedy. Good thing nobody overheard his last words or else I would have been implicated immediately. That's right. Uh, as as with Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah, well, you know, actually, that's actually we're always, never going to talk about Star Trek. That's always been misunderstood. You see, I was the su- the shooter. 
Jesus was just my co-pilot. Ah! All right. Well, we're almost out of the green zone, so I better get going here. <laughs> well, we're almost out of time. Get, so. get on, this is a two-second description. So the two shows that we're going to be talking about this week are Legion... Lesson... Legion... Lessons? Lesions. Lessons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lesion in my brain. Discuss lesions. Uh, lessons and <sighs> The Chase. Yeah. So first up, we're going to talk a little bit about... Lessons in which Picard gets some flute action in. Eh, 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 the skin flute. Eh. <laughs> in the skin uh, piano. Uh, oral uh, sex. Uh, 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 in which he, uh, uh, a new lieutenant commander on board, Lieutenant Commander Darren, she's kind of a bit, uh, you know, she's one of those uh, free thought people that doesn't work so well in the Enterprise. You know, what does that mean? I thought you were going to say she was abroad. Oh, no, she's... Oh, she was there. She's like asking for uh, <laughs> special privileges. She wants extra time. And it's pissing people off. Everyone's like, I want to use the sensors. Oh, Darren's doing it again. Um, so uh, Picard goes down to confront her and then realize her, realizes she's a MILF! MILF alert! <laughs> so, of course. And she Pic- didn't have any kids, even. Picard, so that's weird. Picard's dome gets shinier and uh, he introduces himself and. And his flute. And his flute. So then he's playing some of his, uh, his little. Uh, you know, his uh, inner light Resican flute. Tune. Resnick? Re- Resnick? Whatever. His Forensic Files? Settlers of Catan flute. Yeah, that's it. So he's playing his little flute. The flutey boy, the girl <laughs> comes over and she's like, oh, you play the flute. Well, here, I have this rolled up piano. And he's like, let's, why don't you teach me how to play my instrument? And she's like, I'll show you, young boy. And, and then they have wonderful lovemaking and then the principal walked in and it was really awkward and well she no longer works at that school uh, <laughs> anyway uh so in the episode though um what the fuck what, 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 jake what? likes to make fun of me when i do the synopses about going into too much detail seriously this episode picard has a girlfriend then he realizes dating a crew member is dumb the end she no, almost cool. dies in a firestorm true the firestorm was cool that's true. It looked good. Uh, it didn't, no, it didn't look that Picard, good. Picard, good Picard had to send her to her death. It was yeah. great. But yeah. of course she didn't die. And he's and a cold she, bitch, but, so he was fine with it. But she comes back to the ship and she's all like, dude, you you left, you left, almost let me die. And he's like, well, yeah, it's my fucking job to kill you, bitch. <laughs> and, uh, and then he not, shot her with a phaser. He's on uh, the agenda for today. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then she's like, well, listen, I don't think we can work together anymore. So he's like, yeah, sure. So she stood there in silence for several seconds. And then he's like, oh, you think I'm going to quit? <laughs> I'm Captain Picard, biatch. Get the fuck off my ship. So we beamed her into space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was that's the summary of lessons. So we'll just jump right into that in keeping with the, uh, the Rossi clock here. I'm only slightly into the yellow, so I feel pretty good. I don't think we're going to need all yeah, the yellow. Yeah, there's not much to, to say. This episode it. sucked. It didn't it, well, it suck. It sucked. It was bland. Nothing happened until the last like ten minutes. Firestorm was fun, but yeah, everything else. Yeah, but it was... like, wasn't a problem until right there at the end. I just Nothing I else. wasn't. I was like, wow, there's literally no conflict. I in this wasn't episode. into their relationship. Yeah, the conflict was Picard likes a girl and doesn't know if he's allowed to express it in front of the others, even though he's done it before it's a, classic... a bunch of times. It was no a problem. fucking classic. Love story. Boy meets girl. Boy, girls shows girl his flute. Girl shows boy her Jeffrey's tube. Magic. Wow. Nice. They did. She did show him. I know. I know yeah. And he, the, the t- and he whipped his pipe out. Perfect and everything. Jeffrey's tube or whatever. Yeah. She went. She was going on and on about this fucking Jeffrey's tube because of the, the great acoustics. 
And I was listening to it and thinking, honey, echoiness is not good acoustics. Well, <laughs> oh, there's oh, like concert honey. halls on the ship. Like, yeah. Going to and one you can hear it from engineering. How what? many people has she banged in that De- Jeffrey's tube? <laughs> and they can hear it everywhere. What concert hall? You just well, go Jordy to can hear holiday. Jordy can hear it because he's got ultra good hearing because he's a blind man. And everyone knows blind people hear. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. And I like that, doesn't he actually ask Data, like, Data, do you hear that? Are you telling me that Data doesn't have better ears than he does? Data well, listens to people fucking all the time, he just tunes it out. Yeah. Plus the thing, Data can you hear really everybody, he, tunes it out? he hears everybody on the ship at all times, yeah. so he knew. But yeah, by the time he said to him, like, what's good, you know, the, the music had stopped, and Data's very literal, so he's not going to say, I heard it a moment ago, though, uh, unless you ask him. I don't know. Pedant. For a second, I thought you were saying peasant. No, no And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> fucking peasant Data. Um... Dumb bitch. Why? 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 Spit it out, Johnny. What? I was about to. Why does Starfleet not have a rule saying captains can't fuck underlings? That's like... Well, I feel like it happens for, all the time. It should be a rule against any superior... There's an inherent yeah. conflict of interest there. Because, yeah. like, if you think... If, if Picard had less integrity, yeah. then he wouldn't have... Then he would have beamed her out. Yeah, he wouldn't have left her to die. And that way, like then, and then a bunch of colonists yep. probably would have died because they wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have the people there to, to maintain the shield. So thank goodness Picard has a shitload of integrity because uh, otherwise everyone would be fucked. And yeah, she'd be the only one left after a while because everyone else would keep getting killed by things. Him, her, and Data. Data's impossible to kill. Mm-hmm. I do have to give peace to uh, uh, some credit for his. Uh, the, the 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 acting I felt when he thought she was dead that was, was that was like good. the only good part of the episode yeah. he was really good then just he looked like he was just torn up inside it was really well done well it's one of those times where like even when the chips are down for Picard mm, chips um mm. no there's something on this that got in my mouth why don't are put you that chewing in your mouth? on it I don't know uh, for our listeners at home he was chewing on a bit of his <laughs> placemat which as he put it came loose. <laughs> yes, they're all just coming loose, Jay. Uh, it's not you destroying it. Slowly, um, but... S- what? The fuck was that? Oh, it's probably Door a bill? delivery. Um, and we're back. Okay, good. Delivery. A dinosaur story. Okay, so anyway, what I was saying is, uh, for Picard, you know, e- you know, even when the chips are down, he still kind of seems like he would know he's the guy, he can take care of shit, you know? Like, he's, he does, he's fairly unflappable. Yeah. But uh, this was a moment where you really saw some vulnerability. He was flapped. He was flapped. He got flapped hardcore. He got fapped, then he got flapped. Remember those, oh. remember those, those uh, the sleep capes, the fap flaps? I was just going to say, did she oh, fap yeah, him in her flaps? Because that would be weird. Well, I bet she showed him the Fox, flaps. I want to say. Maybe. Her flappy keyboard. Oh, God. Whoa. That keyboard was really <laughs> flappy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I guess I, you could say that joke struck a chord. Yikes. I'm not sure it did. I don't know what in the episode happened to make me write this, but one of my notes is just, God, not having TV in the future sucks. Because they have to watch watch concerts every fucking day? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Sometimes they do Concerts and plays. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. fucking nightmare. Plays aren't inherently bad, but when Beverly is running your theater department. We'll talk about that next week. I know. Forever Jaka. This episode gonna begin anytime. Oh my soon? god! Can we just talk? No. I was so annoyed by that. I know I was already talking about it before we started recording. Yeah, but we haven't, we haven't talked about it on a recording. Well, I know, yet. so that's what I'm saying. So like, oh. but like, he's playing 
whatever. And she's like, oh yeah, let me jump in. And she starts like, she goes full like Marty and Back to the Future on it and starts busting out some, you know, expert level shit. Mm. And Picard's just like, duh fuck and then she's like oh well uh, let's play oh let's just play this bullshit and then she starts playing frere jaca and i'm like fuck you why does everyone know this song because he's a frenchman and she's like you're french you'll like this if shit french is a dead but language is frere jaca dead too though no just the words are so they don't know what they're singing well to be fair i don't know they have what no they're idea. singing. I no it's like i would consider latin a dead language in that there's really nobody that just speaks it as their native tongue but uh, people still know how it's on to the money. know what the words Therefore, are. Therefore, it's our national language. And, like, you could language. learn to speak it, and people do. But, like, mm-hmm. there's not, like... Well, they sing it a lot in church still, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Your DSE Yeah, the church has kept it alive. Jesus, your... Deus ex machina. Yeah, that one. I've been to church. I've heard the chanting. This episode is more boring than church. Ames, you watched a horrible movie, you said. I did watch a horrible movie because Michael Peller was saying that this episode was reminiscent of a a movie based on a Noel Coward play called Brief Encounter. Mm -hmm. The 1940 version is supposed to be one of the best British films in existence. Of course, there's the caveat that it's a British film, but I'm Ching. Oi, uh, governor! <laughs> I hear you like no coward. No. Let's but, do some upstanding high society shit. Great. But <laughs> I didn't watch the 1940 Murmur version. I watched the 1970 Murmur Mur version, oh. which is terrible. Is it like an exploitation film? Is there? I don't know what like, that means. Like uh, Shaft? Shaft. I don't know what that means. Like afros and no, sexy oh, ladies. A black exploitation film. Is that what you said? It's an exploitation film. Oh, well, then you said Shaft. Why would you? Th- why would you think that? I don't know because in the seventies, when I think of bad movies from the seventies, I think of that it was type of British. Thing. Oh, British, yeah, British are There's always black people in are Britain. always highbrow. Oh, they try. They try certainly, but yeah. So this movie was just about you know <laughs> a woman who ha- who has a brief encounter with a man at a train station, like a sexual encounter. No, Jake. It's an encounter that implies. Why are you on today? Because. I you ate. did sort of say encounter in, in a way that made me also. When I think, think of that, encounter in a train station, it's usually salacious. The only encounter I've ever had in a train station was the time someone whipped his dick out at me in Malden State the, Center, and the I was only, not pleased. The only thing more sexy than an encounter in a train station is an encounter at Farpoint. Mm. Truth. Cool. Actually, oh, wow. sorry, it was at uh, it was at Sullivan Station that that guy whipped his dick out. By the way. R- R- oh yeah, Sullivan, I can tell you. Richard can Burton. That and Sophia Loren, it's a shame. It's bad. It's really bad. They had zero chemistry. Yeah, the, the point is, you know, they start seeing each other and they, they fall in love, but they're both also married. Of course. And they oh. realize as they're about to, you know, about to do the deed for the first time and a fr- at, in a friend's flat. Jesus. And the friend walks in and they're like, fuck, okay, this can't happen. And they realize they have to break up immediately. And when he's finally saying goodbye for the for the last time, a stupid friend of the woman's barges like barges over and is like, "Oh, we have to gossip about things. Have you heard blah 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 blah?" And she realizes that as he's leaving, that they never had to, they never got to say goodbye. And she, for a brief moment, thinks about jumping in front of a train and then doesn't. Oh, I thought yeah. you were gonna say the flat burned down and they both died. What movie would that be, Jake? What I wished happened while we were watching this episode. 
Yeah. Yes, but in this Wait, movie, it's... How, how is this inspired by that, then? Because it's love that cannot be, and they, they're they too... Um, adults. Lovers. They're too mature yeah, to, real, to know that they can, that it can, can, you know, it can continue, and they realize, oh, I guess it can't happen, and we're both adult enough to walk away. That's still barely a connection. I and am have so the sorry lo- you watched And that. have the longest distance relationship any, that exists. Any, any, I mean, like, really, this is any midnight to... Dawn romance. I don't think that's a real. It one. is not. Uh, it is now. I just made that one up. May May romance. May to May. No. So was she, do you think think she was age wise? Where what are we thinking here? I figured they were Close probably enough. about the same age. Think so yeah. appropriate. Why do you think that she was a lot older? I don't know. Because you know he's, like, bald, right? Like well, he's yeah, not he's exactly like, a spring chicken. He's been bald chicken. since yeah, he was, like, so. 16. Patrick Stewart was, like, in his 50s, probably, at this point. I feel Maybe. like she was probably the same. Problem is, is you like don't really see a lot of women in their fifties. You see women in their eighties, and you see women in their twenties. Yeah, I mean, she was an attractive lady. I mean, she was hot, dude. I'd hit it. You know? She had very tall hair. Didn't like her hair. Yeah, yeah. The, the the hair was. Was the hair bad? I have to go yeah. back and look. They I had to. I they didn't had really to feel bothered by the hair. Swoop. They did this weird swoop. And it was knotted around itself in the back. It was like they were like, okay, let's look at the most ridiculous hairstyles TOS gave us. And then make one dumber. Uh, I don't know. Remember Nurse Rand? Not Nurse Rand. Yeoman Rand. Rand. Oh, Rand. The one that looked like she just upended a basket on her I head? I like that. See, that was kind of clever. Oh, the really? Um, I did. There was, Better a than scene, this. there was a scene where they were in the conference room and... Uh, Banging on the table. Bev and Dolan, what's her name? Darren. Darren, Darren were uh, sitting right next to each other. Mm. From Picard's perspective, you know, he would see just the two of them right there. And, and he must have been like, yeah. Yeah, I do all right. I do all right. <laughs> well, I mean, I love that he's fucking gushing to Bev about his crush. It's like, Jesus, Johnny. Good God. The scene where he's talking to Troy about, oh, I don't know if I can if I can be involved with a crew member, yada, yada, yada. And she thinks, are you asking me permission, Picard? Because I'm not your mother and you're not 12. <laughs> Picard, Captain, and I she's not a, that you're an And idiot. she's not a jar of cookies. <clears throat> But you can put your hand in her. Oh. Since when is music such a big thing to pick hard? Since he looked... Okay, so Since his fake kid left his real job to go study music or whatever. I know it was a joke in the in-world Inner Light episode that he never really got good at the flute. Mm. But he's literally been playing this flute for a lifetime. Yeah. I thought he was good at the flute, though. No, because the, his wife, at the very beginning of that episode, she makes a joke like, oh, you know, you never really learned how to play. Well, yeah, but she, but he does. But he does. he's there for yeah, the rest of forever. after that, he does. So, like, how in all of these years of studying this flute, how is he still so shitty at it? Probably because like, he has to, like, he remake... He barely the, do Frere Jacques. It's not a, probably it's has not to a remake the, Well, probably has to, like, remake the muscle memory stuff. Like, if he was just doing it... Like, yeah. his mind was doing it, but he wasn't actually playing, then that means his fingers weren't... Actually... Like, really getting used to the placement and stuff. I mean, he probably, in reality, it just makes it more frustrating because he remembers being able to play it quite well, but in reality, he just can't really do it because he doesn't actually have the lifetime mm. I think experience. He, I think he plays it well enough. And I disagree, because I think the muscle memory would be there, because it would still be in your head. Yeah, I don't think muscle memory is real. I uh, think it's, it is all in your head. Head, brain muscle. It's like memory. motor memory. Mm, but, you know, I think he plays well enough. I just think there isn't a ton of range you can do on a fucking pan flute. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. He's like, oh, they don't, nope, they don't, they're not made anymore. It's like, 
Dude, that's a fucking recorder, dude. Like, you can I had get one of those one and replicated. You could probably. replicate one. You could fucking go to any elementary school music room um, and get eighty of them. We went to school in the distant past compared to where Picard is. They probably don't. Here's the thing: they don't do plastic anymore, for sure. And those cheap pieces of shit were always made of plastic. That's true. Well, so they replicate them out of wood. You can just steal one from Alexander. I'm sure that little twerp has one. Yeah, I'm sure. He probably has that fucking twerp. wooden train whistle that kids love to have. Oh my god, he would. <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck up! He probably runs around <laughs> his quarters blasting it. Yeah. No wonder Worf hates being around him. Hot wonder Worf. <laughs> I want to see fucking Alexander in a in a um straight jacket. In a uh a, a, uh yes. Jeffrey's tomb. A no, train me, conductor's being hat. Finny tomb. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Just because it would have to be like oversized. Yeah, to fit over to fit his, his massive dear. skull. Um <laughs> Yeah, this episode is bad. Yeah, it's fucking awful. I was just bored. I wrote, I wrote a scene even, like, even when the planet stuff started happening, like, I had already tuned out, and I wrote a note like, what is happening? I've tuned out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's because they when try to, we... like, shoehorn this, like, thing in at the you know, end. When did we go to this planet? Why is stellar cartography in charge of this? Well, yeah, I don't, that, I don't yeah. that. But, okay, so stellar cartography, that's interesting. That is an yeah. interesting thing that we've been introduced to. I thought their laboratory, well, A... I, is this the first we've seen of that laboratory set with the bu- with the bubbles on the wall? I, I bet it was refit from something else. Probably, but, but it, it's, I think we see a bit more of it. It looks like, yeah. Uh, anyway. Picard always has a wistful look on his face. But like the the instrument, the stellar cartography instrument that was like... That they have to do in the dark? It, look, it looked like the dome from... Uh, Under the dome. From, that ticket game. No, well, yes. I Yes, the ticket game. But I was going to say the one with the Quatlu. What episode was that? Oh, Gangsters um, of Triscale. Yeah, yeah, Gamesters. Yeah. It looked like that, only instead of having brains inside, it had a wadded up ball of Christmas tree lights. Yeah. That, like, just, like, you couldn't get them untangled, so you just, like, put them in there. It's like, look, it's a stellar cartography instrument. It's space. Um, so it wasn't the most exciting prop, but the concept of stellar cartography is interesting. I don't know why it needs to be a fucking department. Yeah, I don't know why she's a lot of stars, Jake. So what's she studying? She's studying, like, the development of a star in the next, what, 200 million years or something? Like, she can predict... There's just 2 million. Uh, Well, that doesn't seem like... Same difference. She'll be long dead. Yeah, but, you know, Ricardo will have killed her in a firestorm. Well, that's the thing. If she's absolutely wrong, no one will know. Ah. True. Q will always yeah, know. Yeah, Q. Q will know. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like, okay, I could imagine, okay, if you're out doing, like, a star charting mission where you're actually mapping star systems, stellar cartography makes sense. Mm. But for just, for A, like, doing scientific work like that, I mean, I don't know if a cartographer's, like, cartographers aren't in charge of predicting where volcanic islands will erupt. Yeah, no, this just seemed to be like a weird side yeah. project she was picking up. Mm. And then it's well, like, well, even she was like, I don't really understand why Riker's putting me in charge of this. And yeah. Picard was like, uh, because to get he knows you killed off. <laughs> he knows you're off. Yeah, Riker's jealous. That's why. <laughs> like, Bev isn't even the one who's the most jealous. It's really Riker. <laughs> Riker's like, but remember we used to fence. W- would it have been one time better if she had died? Yes. Yes. I think so. Absolutely. I think it would be. I think it would be. In, I mean, granted, it's another blow to for Picard, yeah. which is sad because you know he's been Locutus, he's been Cayman, he's been tortured by he, Cardassians. He's had to talk to Wesley before a lot. 
on a all by himself, just the two of them in a fucking shuttle. He knows mm. Wesley is his son. Yeah, there was a, a quote that Darren says to Picard when they're you know playing their freaking instruments at each other. She says, "You're j- you're not used to playing with anyone." Story of Picard's fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have been better only because it would have been. It would have still been shitty, but it would have been less dissatisfying. Yeah. I say less dissatisfying because it still would have definitely been dissatisfying, but like having her miraculously survive and then the two of them just breaking up, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Well, bit. thanks for that. Like, I, I mean, mean, even you knew that they had to. I mean, there was no way she was sticking around. Yeah, even that that moment, and they just fucking teased you with it, where it's like, oh, they have survivors. And Picard's like, I'll be right down right away, instead of asking who the survivors yeah, are. Yeah, seriously. He's a fucking idiot. And he goes down there, and the first group of survivors aren't that aren't her, and he's all, he has a sad. And I liked it when he, when he had a sad, because it's Patrick Stewart, and he's fucking great. And then she shows up, being all burnt and shit. And she was pissed. I, I messaged Chris when I got to that part, because I was like, ooh. Oh, she hates him. I'm sorry. You saved lots of lives, bitch. I mean, there, there's, there is a touching thing in this episode, and that is that Picard really only ever shared that music with his wife in Resic. Mm-hmm. So, who was like, a fake person. Who was a fake person? But like, it was, it was a real person. To I bet you his friend what was his friend's name. Baelish, no. Oh, uh, Batai? Batai. Batai. Yeah. Baelish. Oh, yeah. Isn't that Littlefinger's yes. name? Okay. Yeah, he definitely uh, I thought sh- Batai knew. I like no, he definitely shared it because he played it at his son's christening and stuff. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, it was a special thing. It was a special part of that of his life. Yeah. So like to have to bring this this new person in. Yeah. Just uh, to to like and like that, that's in. touching. And if she had died, it would have been heartbreaking. Yeah. The execution was just so lacking. Yeah, it was very lacking. The writing of this episode was did not live up to the, the concept. It just it didn't do anything to get me invested in their relationship. Yeah, I agree. I liked. I mean, I liked her again. I think the, I thought the actress was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't just, think I it didn't... was like a great episode, but no. I also also I also thought I thought it was cute because she was a little bit like, you know, I'm gonna you know change your expectations and then like the whole like kicking his butt at music. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought she felt like a pretty good match for him. She walked like he, in he a different in... way than what's her name? What's her name? Vol. Vash. Vash. Yeah, like she walked you know, he walks in on her doing her cartographying and suddenly like, you know, the lights are supposed to stay out or something and he ruins her her experiment. Yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't know what it was, but I liked I liked that she was all like Great, now you've ruined, you know, a couple hours of work, whoever you are. Oh, you're the captain. Oh, yeah. oh but then I'm still going to be mad at you. Then also, he's all, stop drinking that tea, you fucker. Then he's all, well, maybe you could lock the door. It's like, maybe everyone could lock their fucking doors, Picard. Now, maybe if we had locks on the doors. Would have been avoided in both these series if you motherfuckers ever locked the... Two things How many Starfleet times needs. do I have to tell them to put locks on the doors? Regulations about not boning your underlings and fucking locks. Yeah. So Picard can't bone any other. Yeah, Starfleet I was just gonna say then, like then he couldn't bone he anybody. Could bone, He'd go crazy. He, bone. he just can't you bone know. someone under his everybody command. Everybody is under his command. Oh no, he could bone uh, the captain of another ship. But, yeah, but they never see they each other. Or the law- or his lawyer, when def- you know, or the, the jag. The jag. Lawyer. Well, find yourself a fucking civilian. Jesus. Or and just have her live on the ship and yeah, be but boring like Keiko? I mean, everyone else be... fucking does, apparently. No, it's, then, the... it's the same problem, though, because his problem wasn't that he was boning an underling or, or you know, a subservient... No, what word am I fucking looking for? Subordinate. Subordinate, that's the one. Subservient. Great. It's a different it was, it was that he would not be able to order her to her death, and she, he realizes it's, it's if it's my responsibility and you get hurt, I won't be able to live with myself. 
Right, but he never has to order a civilian. He'd be like that. the fucking yeah. bland chick in Brief Encounter and want to throw himself out of a train. Yeah, the difference Space is the train. train. The different hey. thing is, uh, you know, that was awful. Was so like, he even says like, you know, people have died under my command before. Yeah, you know, Jack Crusher obviously is an example of someone who he ordered. Well, yeah, but he to was stoked death. about that because that means he got to bang Blaze and Bev again. Yeah, and and pawn Wesley off on the dead. That's right. Um, so yeah. Right. Well, anywho, we're, 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 our we're, clock we're is in ticking. the green we, of the we next We somehow session. actually talked about well, this we episode. We always talk well about yeah, shit you're that you're going to cut a lot like. of it because most of it was then well, being get ready then because we're also coming get up packages. next. Oh, yeah, you hate this Coming episode. up after the break, we have... The break. Ah, oh, boy. Folks, you've been waiting many years for this. I know. You brought, you've brought this up for a while. We've, we've talked about this before, but we are Way finally there. We are there at the pinnacle of... Shitty Star Trek episodes. Possibly, in some respects, the shittiest. And that is The Chase. I don't feel like it was that bad. I mean, it wasn't good. I mean, that's why I said in some respects. Like, yeah, there are objectively episodes that are that are worse in in, in some in, in some, some regards. In some regards. But this one really the point does of it. some awful the things. The point of it is Oh yeah, the well, end. The point. Well, of the payoff me, is done. Let me do the summary. All right, yeah, yeah. Jake, tell us what the what happens. In so the in the chase, Picard is visited by his his old three spirits. His old uh, archaeology professor, Jacob Marley. Professor Galen. Wasn't that also Beverly's friend from Remember Me? No, that was Quace. Oh, that's Quace. There's Dalen Quace though, wasn't it, or something? Maybe. Like, yeah. Anyway, he's visited by Professor Galen, uh, and Galen gives him this fucking little trinket that he found digging on some shithole planet. I didn't like the trinket. And did or did not? I did. I, I kinda, thought the idea of it was really so cool. It was, yeah, me so too. like it's a po- well, can we do the summary? So it's a so it's like this really fucking rare. Ran on the trinket. Uh, and suddenly, uh, this guy's finally a big this ri- professional. Yeah, please come on. It was this really rare thing. Thought to be none in existence, but of course the professor found one, and then he's like, "Picard, I'm giving it to you, but I want you to join me on this expedition to to find the the holy grail of all archaeology anywhere." And Picard's like, "You know what? I'm tempted because I love archaeology, because you know I'm a huge music aficionado and also a huge archaeology aficionado. I almost became an archaeologist, but..." I chose this path instead, and of and course, have I shown you my flute? Uh, and of course, the professor's <laughs> oh, no. like, you know, I'm disappointed, Picard. You, you're dead to me. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm leaving. So he leaves, and then he dies. And then he's dead to Picard, literally. Uh, he hey. his his ship is, is attacked uh, by the Uridians. Some 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 assholes. We met we met a Uridian before in so that s- weird wharf episode. So some assholes mm. attack his ship and kill him. And then the chase is on, as they say in the title of the episode. Uh, who says that? I don't know. So, uh, so Picard now, now he wasn't gonna even help the guy find anything, and now he's gone. He's fully like disengaged from all other responsibilities. He cancels all their missions. He cancels all their missions. Fires just like, Finny into space. We're just gonna go. We're gonna so, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it for Galen, the professor who I loved and and who I told to go fuck himself a couple days ago. <laughs> And who um, told me in Tartan to go fuck myself. All this fucking of oneself. So they go on this fucking stupid mission. They are encountering all of their foes. At Farpoint. They encounter the... the uh, Cardassians. Cardassians. They encounter the Klingons. Klingons. There's a big mystery. It's like a planet-to-planet thing. They got this fucking computer software written into the code of everybody's DNA. They gotta use their... 
Um, so you know, and everyone is convinced that it's oh, it's going to be a weapon, or it's going to be something that gives us unlimited power. And then you know they get finally to the final step of the puzzle, and who shows up? They're back, the Romulans. Yay! Uh, they're, they're like, they're like, back. you know what? We didn't put in any of the work, but we were following <laughs> you the whole time. So you dumb dumbs. Which you got to admit, very Romulan. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. good. That's good for that. Um, <laughs> So things, so everyone's fighting over. Well, who's gonna get the prize? Who's gonna find out the treasure? And then, prize. meanwhile, Beverly, like, while everyone's arguing, so she like sneaky. scrapes some rock into her machine, and and by uh, machine, what do you mean? The tri machine, some kind of DNA and then, sequencer. And then Picard, uh, not her triggers the Yikes. program, which reconfigures his tricorder and turns it into a holographic projector somehow. Magic. And then. <laughs> The fucking this fucking woman shows up and and is like, "Hello, hello. Kiba. Do you have any features my face could use? Guess, I could use some. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> You're all my grandkids, and you never visit. Come and give Nana a kiss, honey." Then so, Sargon shows so, up from TOS to be like, I already did this! Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So the big revelation. I have a note on that actually. The big revelation is that all life. All humanoid life, I should say, in the you know, the Horda came from in the people. galaxy is was seeded by this ancient race. Uh, they came on every planet into the primordial ooze, and yeah, we literally already did this. Yeah, and because of that, times. we evolved. they're going to need to have like a Mori Povich episode where they find out who's really the daddy of all right. these there's bipedal just, uh, humanoid. So much come on every planet. <laughs> Because every ancient race was like, oh, yeah, we should totally jizz on every planet. Yeah, and see but what which happens. ones are the ancient? We should, we should plant our space seed. Uh, yeah. Wait, is they all just, they didn't realize they all coexisted because they all kept just missing each other. <laughs> you know, like, while Sargon's people were on Earth, fucking Potato Lady was on Vulcan, and then they put, took different lady. routes there. So then Sargon's on Vulcan, Potato Lady's on Earth. Then the engineers from Prometheus, meanwhile, are on Kronos, and oh, uh, so somebody else is on Ferenginar. So forget no, forget everything about evolution, genetics, natural selection. Forget all that. That's not forget important. Magic. Yeah, Star Trek... We don't believe in any of that shit. This is we're a creationist science fiction television show. Our planet was seeded by aliens. Aliens that don't Apollo. Apollo helped a little bit. Came to everyone. Just came. But it's like our planet's a party and everyone's coming. And maybe it was actually just like some kind of weird space orgy. And so, like, really, they don't know who did everything. They just know that they were splooging together all over all the planets. Potato Lady's got her thumb up Sargon's ass while Sargon sucks off Apollo. And... But like, I don't really... think sucking Apollo off is going to help spread the seed. Well, eventually, Apollo fucks Potato Lady. What really irritates me about Yikes. this, too, is that, like, I can, I can forgive the original series for doing shit like this, but. TNG, it's 20 years later, more than 20 years later, 25 years later, and we're still doing this, and we're like, yeah. and we're, and you know the whole reason was like, somebody in the writer's room was like, hey guys, so we got this problem where like, we can only hire human actors for there the show. There was a unicorn dog once. So we should maybe like, try to figure out a way to say why they all kind of look human, because they're... 
television audience won't understand if not everything looks human. The staff apparently dubbed this episode the most Roddenberry-esque of the TNG episodes. Yeah, like Jake said, fit, it sucks. It would fit right in in TOS. Well, I, even when I was watching, I could almost picture the end scene with, like, Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. Mm. You know, TOS Klingons, TOS Romulans, and nobody else, because they were the only recurring aliens back then. And just similar thing, but, you know, the the lady would have shimmered into existence with, like, a weird light effect. That that one they loved so much, mm-hmm. the kaleidoscope thing. Mm. Uh, she probably would have been a human woman in, like, a sparkly, very low-cut dress and, like, big black hair. Titties. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big old tiggled um, Yeah. Some kind of cat suit. It, it probably, you know, I mean, it's weird. Like, I, I hated the denouement, mm-hmm. but I kind of didn't mind the rest of it. I thought so uh, much of it was agonizingly convenient. Like, yeah. I honestly, I loved Picard and Galen together. I thought they were, sure. I thought yeah. that was realistic. I thought that was cute. I thought it was a nice, you know, mentor, student yeah. kind of relationship. That was well done. I loved, well, I loved the toy. Galen bitch fit felt right, too. Yeah. Because he's I like loved... this old guy who figured he was totally going to get what he wanted with this one since he brought him a fancy present. The and... present was really cool. I really liked the idea nice of, present. like, you know, if this is the 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 human and inside are lots of like little itty bitty sculptures because they're all the different facets of yourself. That's cool. I like. It's kind it. of like I a lazy. He literally came in his pants when he opened it and saw the little oh, yeah. figures. Mm-hmm. Like he made he, there was a there was a moment of oh. oh. It, it is kind of like a lazy Russian nesting doll, though. It's like <laughs> I don't want to make the many many tears, so I'm just gonna make one big one and a shitload of little ones. There we go. Well, the thing is, a Russian nesting doll is like things within, within, within. This yeah. is one thing with lots of things within. No, that's why this is a lazy one. This well, it's not lazy though. It's saying it's, it has a, it has a, it's a reason. Totally different. No, I know. I'm just also, this guy, the guy that carved this layers. thing, is supposedly a fucking master. Mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed with the artistry on it. Well, it's been you know worn but down over twelve fi- thousand. Well, and also years. it was five hundred years before its time. Or Here's whatever. a question: why? Its time could have been a long fucking time ago. Twelve thousand years. Why are yeah, artifacts? See? So important when you can replicate fucking anything. Oh, because anything that's real is always going to be better than yeah, something that's how, replicated. Okay. Yeah, it's about I, I the bet, history of the object. It's I like forgery is super a, good, though. In the you, could, yeah. you could have oh, a yeah. replicated diamond like, or a real uh, diamond, and the real diamond obviously is worth more because it's, you know, real. Yeah, you'd be. I'm, I'm sure you have to do, like, fancy do to do scans. Oh, there'll be some kind determine. of pedigree, yeah. some Although, sort of... Proof of pedigree kind Although, of thing, frankly, I'm sure. Don't give it to Picard. Don't give a fragile, one-of-a-kind artifact to Picard. He works on a spaceship that's constantly crashing into shit. You know, you'll be really funny. They realize, you know, they scan yeah, that other thing. guy's ship got blown up. I mean, if Picard didn't oh, have it, it would have lo- been lost true. right then and there. Caitlin brings up a good point. But, you know, they, they, like, they scan it, and they're like, wait a minute. The little figurines that... that... Made in China? No, no, they start to pick. It's like, wait, they just... They're fucking chocolate. This is basically an Easter basket. Aww. We've been acting like this was important. That would actually that's be important. amazing. As nice as it was to for the gift and everything, to 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 paraphrase uh, a hero of mine, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, like it does not belong on Captain Picard's shelf. That's but, probably like, true. This like that's and that's like. It's not a twenty. It's, it's it's not a twenty fourth century. In the twenty fourth century, there's no reason because you could. I could replicate a copy of this just to have on my say, shelf. You, but that's that's the piece of shit. Okay, here's the visit thing. it in the hollow. That's deck. the piece of shit you put in the museum because people are always letting their kids run into shit and mm. break it. People steal shit. People Isis. take people take fucking pictures yes. with flash on. Yeah. Fuck no. 
These peasants don't deserve the real thing. <laughs> Give them the replicated garbage. But, you, but like to Chris's, but you, I don't know who who said you put it on the crashy ship. Who said that? All of us uh, said yeah. that. Somebody Mostly said it. Me. Okay, somebody well, said I, that. Well, and I said that the ship that actually blew up was the ship that it, it was started yeah. on. Yeah, but yeah, so. don't, either way, you don't put it on the crashy thing, the no. crashy, crashy explodey thing. thing. You put it in the bubble wrap ship. How, how yeah. many? How many precious artifacts do you think have been you know gone down with the eight thousand Oberth classes? Oh, that no. have exploded since the 23rd century. How many how other artifacts went down because of fires and sinking ships and all the shit that happens on this planet? How I mean, many it's... other artifacts did Galen have in his little ship that he was going to mm. give to his other friends he was going to visit? Yeah. And by that, visit, you mean bribe? I yes. know that the, cro- the, the, the cross of Probably Coronado not. was almost lost on a sinking ship. True, true. It was. What was? Yeah. The cro- so there was this... It was Is a, this a real thing? It was or a cross quoting a movie? of... Um, was it Coronado? It was... Some some Spanish explorers. The Cornetto trilogy. No, it was a cross, like a jeweled cross. Ooh, that was found. Expensive. It was found in I think the desert in I want to say like Utah or New it Mexico right. or something yeah. by a by a Boy Scout. Why would there be a and boat then it was in taken Mexico? and then it was taken by some like treasure it is, hunters. It and is Coronado. Coronado, yeah, and it was lost for like like twenty years. It was just lost to the mm-hmm. ages until a. There was a, a millionaire who had like a millionaire artifacts collector, and uh, and who had it. His ship was boarded by a uh, an archaeologist adventurer in this, like in the thirties. And he, in or no, Utah? maybe no, it might have been, it might have, no, no, this is on a boat. Are this you, is years are later. Are you actually Indiana Jonesing us right now? Oh yeah. Okay. And this good. is just the opening. I knew it. To Indiana and you know Jones how I knew Crusade. it because you wouldn't fucking look at him that's how i knew it because that's what you did last time he made up some bullshit you were like you would engage but never fucking look at him i knew it i, I love Although, that movie that's a great movie. apparently having googled francisco vasquez de coronado was a real person yeah yeah i know coronado which i did not know person. was yeah no, i figured they just made shit out so wow i don't know i don't know if he had a cross we are officially Canon. An educational podcast oh. now, but yeah, no, and that's I officially a great know movie. Your tell or his tell via the you. only thing, the only thing I, I think I've said this before. The only thing I hate about that movie and that opening in particular is how the snakes. Not well, just that like every single thing, and I've said this on oh, the yeah, show yeah. before. Every single thing that we know about Indiana Jones as a person, yeah. happened to him in that afternoon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's just fucking stupid. I think you talked about probably during Solo. Yeah, because that was what I was expecting. Because Solo was like a basically movie-length version. Anyway, uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. We see a lot of Bev drinking tea all of a sudden this season. Yeah. With Picard. Yeah. I actually made a joke last uh, last episode when Darren is giving him all these tea recipes and I wanted, I wanted Picard to say, well, Darren, you're my cup of tea. Because no, he loved each other. That tea was disgusting that she gave him. The yeah. first one, he probably found one he kind of liked. Look, she said yeah. it was herbal tea. tea. Earl Grey. Herbal Hot. tea is good. Which means it's probably not really tea. Well, that's true. But Beverly seemed to like it. But what is that dumb bitch now? It was just pot. It was just, it was just, Ooh. they just put, they just brewed some pot. Pot of pot, eh? I kind of wait because I, I kind of skimmed the memory elf article Can you do pot one. that way? Could you just make a tea think, out of pot? I don't pot? think you'd want to. I don't think no, it tastes okay. like shit, but could you? Yeah. Anyway. I, I did kind of skim the memory alpha article for this one, Ames. I kind of God know, damn you overlapped you a little. Did, yeah. did you? Ames doesn't get talked over enough on this podcast. Yeah. You figured you take that. But I read a thing well. that I specifically wanted to bring up with you because Paradise think... Syndrome. The, they were the preservers. There, it's in first. No, that's not what I was going to say. Okay. A thing that I think would have made me love this episode and would have made you hate it 
was if they had gone with the earlier draft. Oh, the mad, 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 mad world draft? No, well, it was so stupid. Apparently... It was so fucking stupid, and I hated it. Oh, wait, did you... I love the movie. It's I... a mad, 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 mad yeah, world. Yeah, I haven't seen these, but it's good. Yeah, it's an amazing movie, but no, just... it's Everything became so goddamn fucking convenient that it would have just become a cartoon. Well, and I think that's what they said. The reason they abandoned it was it was just, just yeah, too cartoony. It was silly. It was silly and dumb. It's like, oh, and now the Cardassians happen to be here at the exact same fucking... Second, that fucking. What are they well, gonna, that's what are they gonna Scooby Do it and just pull the mask off of the Klingon and be like, he was a Vulcan the whole time. He was Cyborg. So, it so wait, it would you actually read details on it? Because I just read the like little one line. I didn't read thing. a ton of details. All really, really all that I read. Where is it in my notes? Yeah, early drafts were too much. Like it's a mad, 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 mad world. I I presume that it would have means... been Ferengi. The Ferengi would have gotten involved. I was about to say, I bet that means more aliens would have shown up. Probably Ferengi. Like, really, that's what they should have done. By the end, it should have just been so crowded. Like, fucking Andorians are over this way. A couple of Vulcans show up for shit. Like, before long, it's like, it's it's just everyone just shouting at each other. No, and and that's the thing. It makes it inconceivable to me. Like, not only is the premise of, oh... Everyone was seated by these one by these people, and if you follow the roadmap, if you collect every single piece of DNA that exists, you can find us and get this this fucking away message of a of a of a of a <laughs> hologram. You know, it does. Sort of, right, right, you, you, sorry, you first. No, I was just gonna say it does sort of feel like you know solve this puzzle on the back of the cereal box, and everybody just shows up, and they're all pissed off, and they're all like, "Would well, be sure to drink your oval, son, son of, of a bitch." Well, and I was just thinking too, like one of my notes, like their whole note. And this, this is why I like, I mean, aside from like the seating idea is stupid. The idea that some earlier race had left behind some sort of information could have been interesting. Just wish the information wasn't, we're your grandparents. But also just the fact that... That uh, one wasn't even falling out, Jake. Yes, Stop destroying this place, Matt. <laughs> they already had the perfect we don't want you to forget that we existed episode. And yeah, that was, was inner uh, light. Yeah. Like, yeah, we didn't need to revisit true. this idea But what also annoyed me was like the whole message was just like, yes, remember us. It's like, you didn't say your name. Okay. Like, they have no information beyond, we jizzed on all your worlds, bye. And, and you look like a partially formed person. You're a fetus. You're a fetus person. We jizzed person. on all your on all your planets. You've been cucked. Oh, but as I started ranting, and then oh, you yes, can continue, continue ranting. Because there's so much to rant about. Now I know why Jake hates this fucking thing so much. Because it's, all of a sudden, oh, the Cardassians are here. And they've also been looking in on this. And they're also just as far as along as we are. Yeah. Oh, and the Klingons. They also are, 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 like, studying this thing and also happen to be here at the exact same fucking second. Oh, no, the Romulans. They're also going to check the very same fucking things as they've been following us because they're really interested in this fucking thing. Where did you all come from? How did four different races come to the same conclusion well, at the also, same goddamn well, yeah, time? Yeah, the other thing, too, it would have been one thing if, if Galen had the showed Vulcans up. The Vulcans probably saw all this ages ago, by the way. Oh, yeah, they didn't tell anyone. Yeah, because they're Vulcans. Sorry, Jake, go ahead. It would have been uh, one thing if Galen had showed up and been like, you know, oh, you know, they're after me. You know, if he'd been like paranoid or something, or you know, because but it's yeah, Lane. As it is, he, as it is, it's just like, oh, hey, because the Uranians are in on it too. Then well, they yeah, they were they selling the information to yeah. the, oh. the, the Klingons. But it's yeah, a, it's such a but, and like and the other thing too is that the other than other than th- because of Galen coming to Picard, there's. The, the Federation would have had no idea this this whole chase was even on. Yeah. Chase. True. Also, we're just going to ignore the fact that the Klingons apparently have a weapon that can destroy a biosphere now. Well, that's General Order 24. I mean, 
Every, every society has it. <laughs> well, but see, I, I always thought it was implicit, or that maybe they said it explicitly, that General Order 24 was like, barrage the planet with phasers until it, like, is just melted. But this was like, they dropped something in the atmosphere and skadoodled, and... That's the thing, General Order 24 is like, yeah, you've decimated the world, but it's still usable. Mm. This is like, no, we have destroyed the biosphere. This planet is no longer usable, even by us. Is General 24 the planet <clears throat> still usable? Well, I mean, if you, I mean, yeah, you destroyed the surface. You're have... thinking of a biogenic weapon, which, which is what the Klingons seem to have had. Well, no, no, well, maybe, yeah, because they, they did say it. Just that all maybe. the life on the planet was just dying. Yeah. I assume that's what would have happened with General Order Twenty Four, though. Well, because I, I think, think that, just... I think it would have been like a, a bombardment. Oh yeah, a bombardment. Oh, so like, okay. yeah, you lose. Because I remember when we when it first came up, and we were like, why, why, why does Starfleet a, have what that? Would be a good reason to have General Order Twenty Four? And the, the to answer keep was, your rival from getting something cool. True, but you know, I think the answer of you know, if there's some kind of an infestation or something that you have yeah. to get rid of, in which case sterilize the whole planet is what you gotta do. Nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Mm-hmm. Another thing, speaking of cartoonish things, what was up with the Klingon guy? Like, <laughs> he was the most goofy fucking Klingon since... They found him in a 7-Eleven. Christopher Lloyd? <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Like, they got this actor, they dug him out of... I, I thought all of the supporting actors really sucked this episode. I liked Osette. Osette was kind of nice. She actually... So I, I looked... She up, was so mustache twirlingly. I, I looked up uh, the three sort of head aliens. Weirdly, the Klingon guy, although he's done a lot of work and has a fairly lengthy IMDb like listing, doesn't have a Wikipedia entry. Maybe oh. he, just, he just does like bit parts and things. Right? Maybe, but he's been in Star Trek a couple of times. Mm. Uh, Osette was actually one of John Steed's partners in a season of the 60s uh, Avengers. Oh. Hmm, cool. She re- she, I, I thought she was doing a Mary Poppins impression at a point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was not impressed with the, the alien <laughs> actors. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm now picturing sort of a Cardassian Mary Poppins, and she's singing these chipper songs about how, you know, remember children, your enemies don't love their children like we do. <laughs> and then they get to play with a weasel. <laughs> with that fucking hat with the berries. Yikes. When Chris when Chris goes in one of his happy memories, it's good, it's a little odd. Oh, if I could draw. Uh, your sister draws. True. So, um... I wanted to get back to Sargon quickly. The thing that oh, yeah. the yeah. thing I just shouted at Chris so that I, I, I could have said it first instead of, instead of the mad, 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 mad world thing was Ronald Moore admits that the ancient humanoids were, like, could have been the preservers from Paradise Syndrome, the one with... Sargon. Yeah, no, not Sargon. No. That was yeah, no, Return of Tomorrow. Yeah, that was Return of Tomorrow. Um, that was the horrible Native American. Yeah. Oh yeah. That left that left that weird pyramid thing that that Kirok fell into. I'm so. No, those happy. are the Red Angels. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh. But yeah, those were the preservers, and I'm thinking, and I wrote very loudly in my notes, no mention of Sargon at all. Well, that mission, that mission got classified. <laughs> if the Red Angels do turn out to be the preservers, that'll be hilarious. Okay, that would be kind of funny. I also so, was wondering... Oh, dude, I'm like two for, episodes for, behind. Let's for, not talk for, about that. For the record, we, we are Spock only does. like five episodes into Discovery Season 2. In Wrath of Khan. Yeah, no. The, the, oh. the, the, <laughs> as, at time, at of, time recording. of recording. Yeah, no. The, like, the, the... Okay, but I haven't seen like the last two, so shh. Yeah, no, I know. Sh- I'm not spoiling anything. We're just explaining to our readers, listeners, that, you know, this... this readers. For... 
This, at this point, like... I write the fan script every week. No, no I don't. One of our favorite podcasts, they always call their listeners readers. Like but yeah, no, in, in the real world, we just had, what was it, Sound of Thunder or something? The Saru episode. Yeah. The Sound of One of thunder. the many Saru episodes. But yeah, but they'll know, I mean, maybe, you know. Anywho. Uh, so why are so if all life forms are I, I got so lost in the fucking science that they were trying to insinuate that's science that, with like the biggest scare quotes yeah that all life forms have compatible proteins or some shit in their mm-hmm. DNA mm-hmm. which means all like all of the original DNA all of the, the primordial DNA or whatever the fuck uh, is compatible can they do this with all the animals then? Can you compare a Klingon cat and a human cat and, and a and a Earthling cat? Well, yeah, any biological matter Klingons? from yes. any biological matter, or I should say, cellular life from any planet that was seeded by the bozos would be would have would would have the the map and that's why they were able to just use like some fossilized algae or yeah. something. So why are they humanoid and not like? quadrupedal cats because so again this is why it's so stupid so Very the, is it because humans are the final form or some the, shit yes that oh, is the point no. this well, is, we learn in this in is stri- voyager this, that it's not this is actually a but we know from real science that cats and humans don't have a this is a strictly intelligent ancestor. design ancestor. argument like this is back up, back up this is the the central argument of intelligent design yeah Yikes. Yeah. yeah That's no, unfortunate. What are they, what were the fuck were they doing with this yep. episode? Well, really... for the matter, intelligent design hadn't been a thing when True. this episode was written. So what's really dumb too is like when Picard is expressing shock, it's like, what? But these, how can these different DNA strands be compatible? That's just like, I, whoa, 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 whoa. Johnny, you've met Mr. Spock, right? The guy with the human father, uh, human mother and Vulcan father? Or, um, fucking, you had that K-Lar. Romulan human kid on your staff. You had Kalar. Like I don't know Tarsus. if yeah, I don't know if maybe Worf mentioned that Klingon Romulan girl he met on shit planet there. Oh no, he's got to keep planet. that under wraps. Like I'm just saying, you're fucking for your ship's counselor. That girl can never show her ears again. You know, she has to cut them off. Your ship's counselor show is around here. two different species. I mean, this shouldn't be that shocking, John. John. I mean, Johnny. Yeah, it's again. And this he is... solves the fucking thing that Galen's been working on for years and years and years in an afternoon. Well, he yeah. clearly that. was a fucking prodigy. Well, Galen didn't Galen have a computer. Wanted to be best he was friends. doing everything on pen and paper. Via abacus. Kind of like, you know, um, Kirk's lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. He believed in books. and. Well, I think it's heavily implied that basically Galen knew what he was looking for. He just needed the proof. Like, I think there was sort of a double meaning to his little gift. Well, it was not just the whole multitude of voices thing. Yeah. That's why the gift is really, really nice for this well, episode. He knew, he was, episode he knew that he was looking for... He knew about the puzzle, I think. He knew yeah. about the pieces. Why is it a fucking but, puzzle? But God he didn't damn. know about the... It's He did not know about the the outcome, that it was I mean, going to be an ancient race. I like I liked, I, I liked the Klingon's... Um, uh, theory on what it was going to be that it was going to be a recipe for biscuits. <laughs> that was the best biscuits. one. I'll send you my mother's, mother's recipe. recipe for biscuits. I want to know about Klingon biscuits. Well, and, and then she was really offended too. She was like, "How dare you?" or like something. And I was just like, "What?" So now at the end, right? It's like the Romulan calls up to be like, "Maybe in another lifetime." <laughs> I said the same thing. Um, but I was like, "Does that?" Because I feel like really. 
It couldn't be the Cardassian. It couldn't be the Klingon. But even the Romulan still felt... a Maybe just because he hadn't been in the episode, it still just felt a little, like, a stretch. It's also like, hey, TNG, I know you really want the Romulans to be a thing, but nobody else does, and they don't work very there well. There have been some good Romulan moments. The defector was great. The enemy was great. But, like, like when you just... Ha- but that's when they do proper character development with the Romulans. If they just throw a Romulan in to be... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like fucking a, fake an adversary, yard. yeah. Uh... Yeah, it never works. But like, yeah, like especially the way they just tossed them into the last five minutes because they were like, I guess we want the Romulans here yeah. for this. And as I said, like they were going to also have the Frankie at one point, but that would have been way too much money to like do more makeup and costuming, get more goddamn people in. <laughs> My God. I wonder if it would have been Armin Shimmerman. There came a point, I know we've been talking about how all the fucking alien actors are mostly garbage. There came a point where I was watching Patrick Stewart be like, he's not even trying anymore. They he's, did the, he's, get, he's shut down inside. They did like this whole pan pan in into his face, looking straight through the camera, basically, mm. where he's realizing that you know, oh no, it's so sad, Galen died, and now there's this all all this stuff that he'll never be a part of again, and it's like Patrick's just saying lines now. Sorry, yeah, Patrick. It's bad. Oh, actually, it wouldn't have been Armin Shimmerman because Deep Space Nine had started by now, and he was already Quark. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, and and I also have a thought on on what these ancient people could be, but I'm not going to talk about it now. I'll talk about it in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I think that's all we really need to say about this. So I'm going to Jake <laughs> us out now. Sounds good. All right. You know what's crazy? We almost just about made it. We just made it. We're a little over time, but no, you'll though. you'll trim some of the bullshit yeah. that happens. Yeah, like the the package. All right. So, well, thank you for listening, everybody. I am so sorry if you watch these episodes with us. <laughs> Have a stiff drink on us and wait until next week when we present two more episodes of slightly Star Trek episodes. The Next Generation. Mm. Well, one in, slightly better episode. Uh, frame of Mind. Frame of Mind. As well as Suspicions. Suspicions. I believe it's pronounced Suspiciones. Oh, you're right. Sabotage. <laughs> um, so those <laughs> will be coming up. Me, it uh, sickens me. Those will be coming up next time on A Star to Steer Her By. Until then, find our podcast on Facebook. Search for A Star to Steer Her By. We can also be found on Twitter and Tumblr at SSHB Podcast or SSHBPodcast.com. You can, of course, Download our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and any other podcast websites. And you can always download us from our home on SoundCloud. Just search. My name again has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Remember me! Mm. Or you know what would have been a better better title? Scavenger Hunt. Mm. Shit. Mike. <laughs> <laughs>